This is the podcast where we talk about wrestling and sports. This is the podcast where goofiness occurs. This is the Ranteray Podcast with hosts Brandon Martin, Jordan Little, Eric Lima, Michael Bombardier, and Uriel Ibarra as they talk about everything that's on their minds. Let's begin the ranting and raving. Well, thank you very much, Alex Paris, for the beautiful, lovely introduction, as always. And welcome, everybody, to episode 124 of the Rants and Ray podcast. Glad you could be here with us this week. And we're going to have some fun either way because we're winding down the end of February, which next week we'll get into the brand new month of March. Looking forward to that as well. So, as always, Brennan Martin, co-founder, co-creator, one of the producers, one of five of the show. Next to me, as always, the other co-founder, other co-creator, the director, and second of five of the show, my best friend, Jordan Little. Fanta. Oh boy. Uh huh. <laughs> He's Cal Mit- Mitchelling. Oh, it's on or soda. Weak. Yeah. Weak. That's, that's okay, I guess. How's everybody doing this fine uh, evening? And um, we just, you know what? It's now 100 episodes later when we did the first exposure. Oh, yes. Pretty yeah. much an exposure that I would say. Oh. Hold on. There. Okay, that was a <laughs> little bit better. better. A little better, yeah. <laughs> but anyway. But yeah, pretty much where it all started with someone within our ranks and not out of it. But all that aside, it's 100 episodes ago was basically the, the, the beginning of of one of many greatest of all time. So I just want to point that out there, but wait till we get to episode 129 and then we'll talk about something 100 episodes ago. Oh yeah. Oh yes. But first off, I want to give a shout out to Shinodu one, four, five, welcome aboard. Um, and hopefully you'll enjoy tonight's entertainment. Uh, share the link with a few friends and family of yours. If they are looking forward to watching some entertainment within you know, you know, amongst us. And there's a uh, Lauren Toothhill. How you doing? But yeah, we got a lot to talk about. Um, a lot of segments to go over. Now, I'm gonna say this real quickly. I don't think there, I don't think we have to worry about a Q and A uh, session part of the episode. You know, because we're just gonna simply try to get through the segments and our topics before we hit the two hour mark. You know. Yeah. So, but however, to compensate for some Q and A, we'll. We'll probably try a Q&A stream maybe sometime, maybe for the last day of, um, let's see, the yeah, we'll try, try a Q&A on the last day of, uh, of this month on Monday, just to compensate for it. In fact, we'll probably do that on a monthly basis instead of doing it weekly, you know, just to save, you know, time. Oh, yes. Indeed, that might be a good idea. 
Oh, well. Oh, yeah. But it is time for a change for once. But either way, all that aside, uh, also with us is our other co-host. We start off with Mr. Eric Lima. Hey, good evening, America. What's going on? Another episode of Rant and Rave. And I'm, I got to tell you, it's going to be a very interesting uh, uh, episode for sure. And with all the changes we are making, a lot of change has been the theme for 2022. And um, we're trying to adjust things, obviously, adjust things, obviously, and, uh, a lot is going on. I got a like a winter storm coming tomorrow. We'll probably, um, I think here in Massachusetts, and we're in the south of Massachusetts, Pike, we're probably gonna get two to four inches. But and some of it's gonna be all mixing into rain and transfer over to rain, which was no big deal. Still, oh hi ho. So just, I'm just looking forward to to. But I'm gonna worry about. I'll worry about that tomorrow. Tonight is tonight. Let's worry about it. Let's get ranting and raving. Let's get going. Mm-hmm, indeed. Also with us is Mr. Michael Bombardier. He said he had to step aside. Hello. He had to step aside. Hello. Hello. Please leave a message after the beep. Mike. Sorry. Oh, uh, Mike. Are you home, McFly? Anyone home, McFly? It went straight to door message. Yeah, he said please, he had, he please, said, please uh, leave a message after the after the doorbell. We'll pick on you, Michael. I just, I just said that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, you we'll, did. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't listening. <laughs> Before I introduce you, got that from me. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking Alex. Oh, so now he finally has some. I just got out of the hospital, but I still have my, my gowns on. on. Oh. <laughs> uh. Okay, that's funny. <laughs> Hold on. I'm having problems with my voice slash throat. No fever, though. I have to be careful when I talk. You can chat. You don't have to worry about using your voice to do that. Yeah. I mean, you can just type stuff on there. Someone there, just Brandon sent me Morgan. something regarding Soul Calibur 6. Oh, yeah. I think it's – um yeah, someone just sent me a link to one of their – one of their new videos. I'll have to check it out soon. Oh my god! And speaking of which, Alex. <laughs> oh hi, hi. Konnichiwa. Fujitsu-san, konnichiwa, not fry. But yeah. <laughs> oh wow. And also, uh, we'll get back to Michael later, but also with us, the current host and creator of the Bobbling Bozos Variety Program, which you go check it out every Saturday night, and also part of the R&R crew, which is Uriel Ibarra, a.k.a. Ibarra Bro Studios. Howdy. Okay. What is that translated? Okay. Oh. Oh, oh it's, it's Japanese. I know. Yeah. Let me see. <laughs> Might as well make this a uh, Japanese uh, hey, special there. episode. Oh, hello there, Mr. Jordan in Japanese. Come on, Asai. But, um, hi-ho, but anybody, K. Barbara Studios here back again for yet another oh. great episode of Eden. Konnichiwa, Jordan. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, trilingual. But, um, trilingual? Yeah. And Mitchell Hell, hello. 
Is there a thing uh, called uh, trisexual too? You try everything once. <laughs> yeah, you try everything once and you never go again. <laughs> Mike, where are you? We're on the air on the air, man. I mean, talk about talk about triangles. Oh boy. Well, the but, thing um, is, I'm dealing with triangles when I'm playing with Zelda. What are you talking about? I mean, those are po I mean, those are polygons. Oh, uh, oh. And by the way, like, Diamond I'm Upside Down is a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> this is Diamond Dallas Page. Bang! Yeah. Bang! Yeah. <laughs> nope. oh. I'm that. I'm that uh, dollar sign bill. Oh, nice. Anyway. Oh, um. Oh, yeah. Um, hi ho, with everybody, aka Barbara Sudi here. Thank you for yet another grand episode, episode of the Randy Podcast. And boy, do we do we got a uh, special one for tonight? Yes. No unexpected surprises in all shapes and sizes. And uh, the oh man, wait a minute, did I went through a vasectomy? Uh, oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I cannot wait to talk about this. I cannot wait to talk about my topic. I've been hyped, hyped about this all day. All week, actually. Oh. Monday. Yep. Same here, Eric. Yeah, I'm looking Yeah, you use Google Translate. I noticed because I had to use find that to know what you said. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there he is. Oh, there you are. Uh, actually, Michael, there won't be any 30 minute, uh, you know, uh, yeah. oh. this time. Sadly. Not that time. Oh, dang it. That's all right. That was a false promote on my end. You're good. You're good. No worries. Whoops. <laughs> but yeah. And with that, Etsy, uh, I, I want to show you something, Jordan. Look what I got uh, this Sunday. You lucky bastard. <laughs> and that's not even the best part. Okay. <laughs> oh man, that's freaking cool. Yeah, it is. Mm. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, okay. uh, uh, Alrighty. This is going to be no q and Now we get into the following, which is our segments, and Jordan doing a thing. It's showtime, ho! Yes, indeed. <laughs> That's why the wife kicked me out, bitch. But yes, oh, damn, son. Indeed, we start off. Yes. <laughs> but we do start off with our segments we have. And let's see what we got, as usual, for that fun fact that of the week. Wait, wait, what's this? Oh, he's here. <laughs> I have look at that look. face. It does look like he's say, you're saying he's here. It, it looks like if I'm just I'm just sad, which I'm not. I'm not. I remember. You know what? That was the face you 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 made when Romy was in the chat. <laughs> yeah, he roasts me when I'm on. I'm live. Right. I roast him when he's live. But yeah. Um... As I go, going back to this, last week we did talk about pear cider, which as in the fruit pear, and there is a thing called pear cider. But for this week, however, which is 
the Volin. As pineapple works as a natural meat tenderizer. Really? That would explain yeah. why 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 they're making SpongeBob gay. <laughs> what does that make Patrick? That just um, what what about what about Patrick? I mean, you can't you can't you can't you can't use a butt you can't use a butt plug for that guy. <laughs> there's, there's, a there's a reason why there's a reason why I call SpongeBob queer Bob bitch pants. <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> oh my god! Oh, there he goes. There goes Michael again. You made him do a spit take, and I'm trying to yank him. That that was great. Uh, yes. Hey, you know what? It's kind of funny how the spitting take has gotten so repetitive. I'm wondering if you'll ever swallow in his life. Oh. I mean, I did that to you, Jordan, once. The only, yeah, and guess what? I never hey, did. Hey, Jordan, really took the words right out of my mouth. Don't mind me. I'm trying to straighten things out. Okay, I did not want to think about anything coming out of your mouth, but whatever. Yeah, okay. Will you stop? Okay. <laughs> there, there you go, Gorilla. Like, oh, will you stop? Uh, gorilla Monsoon Lima, that's me. And Bobby the Brain Little is me. <laughs> Actually, Jordan the Brain. That's it. Jordan the Brain yeah. Little. Yeah. Lima Monsoon and Jordan the Brain. There you go. No, Gorilla Lima Soon. No, I thought that was Jordy Savage. Jordy Savage. Pinky, are you what are you talking about, hungry? bitch? Ooh yeah! Well, the Rock says, "Know your role and shut your mouth." Let's get what the cider is all about. But yes, uh, I have to agree with Eric on this one. But yes, as I said, which is this fun fact of the week, which is pineapple works as a natural meat tenderizer, which it says the following: the fruit is packed with the enzyme bromelain, which breaks down. Protein chains, making it an ideal marinade for meats when you don't have a lot of time. But for the same reason, pineapple does not work for jams or jellies. Since tell that, the tell enzyme... That ha- tell that to someone having oral sex. Oh, my God. Wow, Jordan. Wow. Hey, Luigi. Oh just, my god. Just, Go ahead. Just, just continue on, Brandon, before this gets out of hand. Yeah, it's already too late, Eric. I'm sorry. Uh all right, yeah. As I was saying, since the enzyme breaks down gelatin as well, the bromelain is so strong that pineapple processors have to wear protective gloves. <laughs> Holy sh <laughs> Michael, you're Alex, I'm... ear rate much? Yeah. Alex, I'm gonna get you for that. Oh, Alex. Uh oh. Oh. Oh, oh I'm Alex, what he says. Uh, oh my. God. Yeah, this is okay. This is Michael's angry face. Look at me, real quick. Okay. You know, with a baseball bat, peanut butter jelly with a baseball bat. Just go, baseball just bat. go ahead and uh, just go ahead and take the share. Just take away the share screen. This is what 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 he looks like. This is his angry face. Ugh. Breathe, Michael. Oh, you want it? 
The seventy nine Alex, yeah, it's an episode. That's his, that's, his, that's his angry that's face. That's my that's my angry face. All right, I've just decided <sighs> how many times I want to put you on the list of Bobby Deer. Uh oh. Okay. Okay, and this is the face that a certain individual would make every time he's dumbfounded because uh, Will Smith didn't get the Oscars in the twenty fifteen Oscars. You know, and I'm referring to Pain and Gain episode sixty. This is this certain individual's face when he was dumbfounded. Uh, that's that's... Jordan. Uh, oh, that's hot. Oh. Welcome that's... back to Tic Tac Dow, y'all. Oh, oh. Uh, let's I... see. Uh, Jay Houston's here. Oh. Chuck Jose's second channel is here. The Family Game Shows is here. Hello. Yep. Uh. <laughs> pineapple, pineapple being a meat tenderizer. That's probably that probably explains why you're on pizza so much. And the next thing you know, chicken is a vegetarian. Meat tenderizer. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> and and then the homosexual be like, oh my. <laughs> Wait, George Takei. Um, Sulu. Um. See, oh no. That sounded really gay. <laughs> from uh from uh oh yeah wait who was that um zarbon from uh yeah. dragon ball z okay yes yeah, the yes yeah, the green one right here uh, oh my oh, gosh hello. wow <sighs> <laughs> all right as i was saying otherwise over time the enzyme eats away at the skin on their face and hands leaving dry skin and small sores Bed source. Actually, uh, I actually got a little bit of uh, trivia. Oh. So uh, I, this is this just stole upon my uh, recommendations a couple of days ago. On um, this is from um, from our today I learned, and it says right here, today I learned dance music reduces mosquitoes' drive to feed slash breed, and also reduces their ability to mate. Hmm. So what you're saying is they're not like spiders that have their dicks fall off. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> if I if I were a black widow, that would be a completely different story. A black widow? <laughs> oh man, that's racist. Oh boy, here there goes Alex again. What is Alex? I, I, got him. <laughs> I, I can. Oh, a certain individual is getting red carded because I got exposed. You're you not welcome here. <laughs> oh, just like you had the green cards, yeah. Oh, you know what? I, I'll make a green card video on you, Ibar, if you're not careful. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that face—that's the face that that guy made that would make when he's dumbfounded. Oh, oh, I got, oh, I got the same one right here. Yeah. I swear to God, that's the face he's probably making when he when he's probably just you know like shocked about about and then. <laughs> it's that funny, isn't it? No, it's something, it's something else. What happened? Go okay. ahead and send it to me privately. No, I'm, I'm I'm gonna say this out loud. Okay, Ben just said spit and swallow Jordan's dream at night. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that's ben, sorry, that's Ben's dream, not mine. <laughs> 
Oh, wow. I, I love you, Ben. That's my boy. So we miss you, Ben. Hope you're go hope you're uh pulling through with whatever it is you're trying to go through. Yeah, yeah we miss you, Ben. Miss you, love you very much. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> oh my all goodness. this time with a pineapple being a meat tenderizer. Good lord. And we yeah. and we've been well and hey, listen. If there's an innuendo involved, I'm gonna say it, and I'm and it's gonna ger generate some laughs. I I know I understand. <laughs> I, yeah. I think I. But, I well, here's the deal. The thing with you is, is that you love toilet humor. Humor. I love humor. I, all, 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 like when don't mention it. Dark humor is my favorite. <laughs> he'll come on it. Hey, it doesn't matter. He'll come on anyway, and he'll he'll put his <laughs> down, and he'll generate news. That's the whole. That's, that's the point. I know. I know. I'm just having fun. Yeah. God. Sometimes being old is not that easy. Hey, just so you're clear, whenever you're jiggling the handle, just make sure you look inside the toilet if the, if the chain's not attached. Make sure. I just pull the chain. It's like the, the part. Toilet. It's like the part on Conker's Fat Friday where Conker's trying to stop the the, the Great Mighty Pooh. Yeah. Stop the Great Mighty Pooh. Oh. <laughs> some more caviar. Uh, <laughs> oh my goodness! Wow. But oh, yeah, that was oh good. My gosh, you always come up with some good, interesting facts, Brent. Uh, Brandon, I'm like, you know, yes, uh, that that is that I'll say I'll give credit where credit is due to a certain someone, which I won't say, but you know, to our other producer, that's me. Uh, I think I know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, but either way, wow. yeah, very, it's the one very, that's on break. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. There exactly. we go. There you go. Didn't have to say a name. Ooh, exactly. You. But yes, <laughs> very interesting fact that a pineapple works as a natural meat tenderizer. Very, very interesting. But yeah. Oh gosh, that is your. Wait, honey, how you tenderize the meat? Here's a pineapple. Deal with it. Okay. <laughs> I'm surprised it's not called a meat beaterizer, but then again, that's not a word. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> uh, no way! No way! No way! No! 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 Meat. No! No! Romy would be into that. I'm sorry. I'm trying to say beat the meat. Times, beat, you know, I don't know how many times this one beats beats off. Too many accounts. Immediately, it doesn't come out. Didn't come out right. Anyway, but yeah, <laughs> that is your fun fact of the week. It is a fun fact. Fun facts, indeed. And now we get into another segment, which is the usual wrestling news of the week. But before I get into the, I was going to be talking about. There's some major breaking news that uh, Cesaro silently exits the WWE. Yeah, that's a huge loss. I heard, I heard, I heard about this. Uh, Lauren said it earlier in my live chat, um, and not gonna lie, I'm fairly disappointed in the company for allowing him to leave. You know, because mm -hmm. they could have made a lot more, you know, more out of him than they would without him. Because when you think about it, the thing is, they could have made more with him. Instead of instead of without him, because he actually had potential to be a, a mm. world champion, yeah. but they squandered all that the moment they kept you know putting him in ridiculous moments. Like now, I'll admit his career, you know, 
has been great in WWE, but the thing is, the fact that they held them back, they they had like you know they held him back the way they did. Mm. I'm he sorry, would, it's it's. I, I'll be honest with you, he would have been great, uh, great as an intercontinental champion or even a world champion. You look, you know, you're absolutely right. He would have held all the titles in the WWE. I'd say AEW losing a an, an executive vice president this early is a bigger deal. You know, you know, you, you know, you would, you know, you would, you do have a point. Yeah. 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 Let's see what happens where Cesaro is going to go. People say he's going to end up in AEW, which I wouldn't be surprised because most of his friends are there anyways. Yeah, exactly. So it's well, like, almost everybody is migrating there. Exactly. So it's like, and that would have been a great addition, you know? So. How's the weather tonight here in New England? It's fine right now. Like I said, it's it's tomorrow morning. I'm more concerned about, but I'm focusing on one day at a time, and which is tonight. So, yep, yeah, exactly. So. Right now here is cold, 27. Got early snow uh, this morning. <clears throat> well, yeah, but either way. Moving on, as a, we're still continuing on with the wrestling news of the week. I want to get into this from last night's Dynamite, though. I'll say. Oh, wow. That one thing I have to say, that I didn't expect. The former known as Buddy Murphy, Buddy Matthews showed up. Ah, yes. That was a that was a Sharing face-to-face with uh, Malachi Black. Yeah. yeah. His, old, his former rival from Monday Night Raw. And then, and now he's joined up with the House of Black. That is that's gonna be a dangerous uh, trio right there. They say yeah. if you can't beat him, you might as well join him. You know. Yeah. Hey. Well, the thing is, you tried that with a woman and it didn't succeed. <laughs> that's, that's awful. How <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't let him get to you, Mike. Oh, come <laughs> on. Uh, oh, hey, I got the biggest slap of the night. Just walk it off. Just walk it off. Just shrug it off. Walk it off, man. Just <laughs> brush it off, like, man. Oh, there he goes. There he oh, goes. There's Jordan 2.0 right here. Oh, Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Adios. Sayonara. Arrivederci. The, door, the door's Arrivederci. right there. I'm surprised he didn't go out the door. Avirasen. He literally went out the door. <laughs> well, you know what? I'll do the same. Oh, oh he's got two doors. Bye. Uh, Jordan left now. He's got better. <laughs> <laughs> Greatest freak out ever on rant, greatest freak out ever on rant and rape podcast. Yeah, now it took a deep breath, came back in. Hey, <laughs> oh, so, yeah. so that's what oh, so, so that's what you put your face on, Donkey Kong. <laughs> Not funny, didn't laugh. Uh, sounds robotic, that, when you put it that way. Yeah, an illegal robot. But back to AEW Dynamite, yeah, that was a great show last night. Yeah, yeah it was, though. Cesaro's left it. Yeah, we, we're just we're talking about that right now. Well, Ooh. we were just a moment ago, but now we're on to Dynamite. But that's not the only thing that happened last night. Now, Mm-mm. I know that um, 
MJF, I knew this moment was going to be number one on YouTube, and I yeah. called it right on the spot while, while I was live yeah, playing Donkey cut, Kong. Yeah, when you cut that promo, I was like, wow. I was mind blown. In fact, from I what, tweeted Avalon. I, I, I tweeted that I respected MJF for doing that because I said well, that makes the fight more meaningful now. Well, here's the deal. The one thing that would really, you know, that could piss me off is about what he could have up here like most of us do. Because hmm. the thing is, if he had lied about him having those disabilities, like yeah. on national television just for storytelling, hmm. I will not hold back hmm. for what I will have to say to him. Hmm. Because if you're going to use disabilities as a storyline, look, I get it. If it was with Eugene, you know, back in 2004, that was just for a character. But if he used it last night as a way to, to get to get sympathy just to tell a story, mm. I will lose it. Because I can understand you want to be a heel, but trying to get the crowd to fall for a pity party story mm -mm. all through disability, I will mm. – again, and I, I know he might do it just to get the heat. Right, yeah. But – but not the right type he wants. Right. Yeah, he got to You know, careful. another thing that could have... He better... I hope he does have ADD or whatever, because if he doesn't, then okay. We'll see. We'll see what happens, because we. I think we're only well, one well, week. Well, he, did, he did turn back into heelish at the moment. He said CM Punk created him, so to speak. If you, if you listen to the promo... Well, another I did, but, but, but here's the thing. Revolution is only one week from Sunday, so... It's on my birthday, to, actually. Yeah, so we have to wait until you know until the time is right because there's only one more like two more rampages as a matter of fact two more rampages and one more dynamite before we reach yeah. there so anything can happen i just hope whatever that i hope that add part of the story is i hope that is real and not you know and not kayfabe right or oh. or, or fake Look, that 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 really got me. Why why would anybody will lie about their disability? Well, here's the thing. He, it's not a lie yet, but if it's real, okay then. Good that you add that to your story of why you're such a piece of. Sh but still, but if but if he's using that to you know to help build the story of his background of him being bullied, and just for you know try to get an edge over Punkin's storyline, I, I will lose it. I just oh hope he does. I, I hope for his sake he does have ADD. That's oh all I'm saying. God. Oh my god! Here we go again with people using their dis people using disability as an excuse, and not for this. No, 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 not 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 as, not as an excuse. More like a factor as to why he got bullied because he was different from everyone else. But here's the deal. I get it. I know. I'm 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 amongst that too. But Come the here. thing is, I just hope that the ADD thing of him is real. That's all I'm That's saying. As a person with ADHD, if he if if that was the case, I I, I would be livid. That's if he does if he doesn't have it, I would be livid. But if he does, then okay, at least you're open for once. Yes. Being open is good. I just think you know I just would hate it if he were to use that as a store as a as a way to build a, like a like a story to try you know lure. The audience, then you know. God. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. MJF is one hell of a wrestler, one hell of a talker. I'll tell you that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I just hope that this one he doesn't go too far with this time. Yeah. Let's move I'm, on. Um, I'm with like, what else we got? 
Oh, here's the crazy. Oh, here's the crazy part about MJF. Wait, 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 wait. Michael has been trying to say something for a while. Let's let him talk. Go ahead. I'm like another Jordan. Another thing that could have made you even more mad was if he brought up the name of AJ Lee. Uh, I wouldn't say that would have made me mad because the thing is, here's the thing. AJ Lee can be an easy target because here's the thing. MJF has done this before. See, the thing is, he's brought up Brian Pillman Sr., who's already deceased, yeah. okay? That's what pissed me off. However, what wouldn't piss me off would be him bringing up AJ Lee, okay? Because the thing is, AJ Lee's still alive, and I bet she can defend herself. Mm-hmm. I bet she's working for she's working for Wild Superheroes right now. Yes. Oh, at the moment. And also, I'm just like uh, th- th- I'm just like that could have been a possibility. And that could have been a possibility. Part. Yes. Here's the crazy part. I was on Twitter, uh, talking, but what after MGF t- uh, did that promo, he tweeted it was the hardest thing to do. I'm sorry, and I think he apologized for that. Richard Holiday, his former um, Dynasty stablemate in MLW, says soft. What do you say? Soft. Richard Holiday, his former Dynasty stablemate. Said he was soft. MJF was soft, and not the Enzo Amore kind of soft. Nope, nope. I, I get, I, I get. He's calling him soft as to you know what what he just what he displayed what he out there, right? Right. That's what Richard Holiday. Well, so it's gonna get very interesting when um, this feud. This Richard is, Holiday. Got, yeah, Richard Holiday. I'm surprised they ain't saying Holiday. Oh my god! Actually, he's dating, he's dating Alicia Toot, who turned heel in MLW. Oh, in that case, it makes it even better. He's the he's the one who wears the skirt, and while she wears the pants. <laughs> Actually, MJF's made fun of her a couple of times already. Call her, yeah. uh, called her Tits McGee from Whore Island, using that line from Anchorman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna touch that uh, that romance with a ten foot pole. Just shut your mouth, Jordan. No, don't even go there. No, stop. But another thing, back to to the rest of the show on AEW Dynamite. Mm. Penta Oscuro. Oh, yeah. Oscuro? Oscuro. Is that Miedo? No. He he almost almost looked like like an Undertaker kind of vibe the way he came out. And Alexander Hunt has got that, you know, dark priest. Thing dark Catholic priest vibe going on. He looks scary, and I'm like, wow, they really going out. What happened to Ray Phoenix? Is he out of action for a while? I think he's, I think he's injured. I think for the time. Yeah. And I'm sure Ray Phoenix will come back and probably be as dark as he. Um. About about, you know the matchup. They even they even won the matchup. Uh, Penta, and uh, and uh, Pac. Yeah. That was crazy. It was. Man, my goodness. But yeah, as I was saying, going yeah. to moving on to the next one, mm-hmm. which is the prestige wrestling, the shows, and the talent announcements that'll be happening. Where before, I, I will I'll talk more on that Rosalind too, like later on during the show. But either way, speaking of which, we have that uh, match announcement in South San Francisco, which will be Alex Shelley taking on the future franchise, Tyus Alexander, going at it. What a name. Yes. Tyus Alexander. 
Yep. He is the uh, like a third generation superstar. Really? Yes. There we go. And we also have more of that the following. Where let me get that. Where that met one match it was announced during that show, which like I said, I'll be talking about more. Where Tyler Valkyrie will be going one on one with the one shocker, I have to say, though, and my gosh, guys, when you watch it on the uh, on demand on that IWTV, I have to say, you will be shocked as the crowd did in Portland. That's all I'm going to say. I won't spoil it, but just gonna just watch I watch Rosalind too. No spoilers. Yeah, exactly. That's what I can said. Can you tell me? Can you tell me privately? I won't say it out loud. Yeah, I will do that. And while I am gonna do that, which we have uh, the Santa Cruz match announcement regarding that, we have Alan Five Angels from the Dark Order can take on Robert Martyr. It's gonna be an interesting matchup to see. They also brought in uh, Ray Horace. Uh, Rocky Romero will be there as well. Not, Ra- not Rocky Balboa, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh. The Eye of the Tiger. God rest in John Pistol. There it is. And oh, um, okay. Now that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And that will be taking place the first night. Originally, it was in my hometown, but due to the, you know what, it got canceled. But however, they uh, changed it up to be at the Cleaver Arm- Armory in Portland, back at Portland. And of course, tickets will be on sale tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. East p.m. Pacific time. You know, it's one of those things. Also, Sacramento Talent update from yesterday that Sacramento, there I go. You got some fat ass women and the rock is on this. Let's say no. That's good. But yeah, we also have uh, the ultimate finesse and member of Bullet Club, Chris Bay, will be there. Still a member of the Bullet Club after what happened, what happened at No Surrender. Yes. Surprised they'll have the Bullet Club open Impact Wrestling, but not in uh, AEW. Good question. That's you know uh, I you know you know what's gonna happen when they have Bullet Club in, in AEW. It'll be equivalent to the NWO on WCW, and then we'll probably have Bullet Club sold out, or 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 maybe um, or maybe I don't know um, actually yes, that would be sold out as an S O L D O U T. You know. Not the um, sold out as in, you know, your soul as an S-O-U-L, you know? Yeah. We get the uh, full one. You don't talk about Fight Club or Bullet Club. No, no, there, no, there is a thing called Bullet Club. You know what? I'll send you, let me send you something. Hold on real quick. I'm going to put this in the live chat. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the, uh, yes, and it's, it's familiar with, like, the NWO in a way, but... In New Japan, it's like the indie version of the NWO. 
Yeah, a lot of members. Yes, they are. Uh huh. From the previous, and I mean the previous. And also, uh, while we're still doing that, we also have uh, another talent announcement and the former MLW World Heavyweight Champion himself and former Contra member, Jacob Fop 2 will be in attendance. And the uh, Portland match announcement, though, was made uh, three hours ago, which is the following for night one, which is... Which is the sauce? Alex Zane going to go one on one with the unbelievable Jaden. So that match is going to be very interesting to see. Which that one I'm looking Alex forward Zane. to. What the hell? Oh, Never mind. oh, so. Mm. But yeah, ugh. but oh my gosh! Oh my! Oh my God, dude! I'm looking at pro wrestling tees right now, and there's a t-shirt on here that's – okay. I'm going to go ahead and showcase it to you guys because oh I'm telling you. No, it, it, this is funny. This is the logo for a shirt that they they got on here. Oh, boy. Okay. You, you ready? Ready. Part-time wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> that explain. that's definitely the Royd Raging Retard, Brock Lesnar's, you know, alma mater. Yes, that uh, the, that farm boy, cowboy, whoever actually, he wants to be. Actually, okay, if people are wondering what I was doing when um, Jordan was doing his stream, I was actually uh, designing a shirt featuring Kermit just being disdained with uh, Brock Lesnar. Well, you know what? I, I prefer, you know what? I think I'm about to get this. I think I want to get this shirt now just by looking at this one. Hang on a second. Monday Night Wars. And then 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 you see the crawl opening crawl. Yeah. The WWF it's in its most desperate hour. Help us Stone Cold Steve Austin. You're our only hope. Hello there. That's great. Uh but yeah, and that's that for the uh, the news and the, actually they have a little just a little update for that uh just that fatal four wave though. They're adding the that prestige world title on the line, which like I said before, I won't spoil it till you guys watch Rosalind Two on IWTV, which is <coughs> right now. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, that'll be it for the wrestling news of the week. And this, and this time we move on to a uh, next segment, which is the sports of the week. As we will be continuing the MLB Lockout 2022. Mm. Yeah. Oh gosh. We want some baseball, people. Let's get it together over there. Dummy. I have to agree. Dummy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Don't want to see what it happens when the National League team has to use a DH this year. Oh, yeah. That, too, I'll say. Which, give me a few moments, folks. Just going to look that up. Shouldn't take me 
as long. All right. Ooh, I think I might have. Okay. Remember that. Out. Okay. Remember that link I was going to send. This is the bullet clip. If you want to look at it, uh, Uriel. I put it in the All live right. chat. If anybody wants to see what I'm talking about. All right. Hang. All right. Okay. There you go. Oh, yeah. There we go. All right. All right. Ooh. There we go. And let's search that up. There it goes. All right. So, as they still continue on with that, with the owner's MLBPA log, on to on, log another day of meetings with a little progress on a new CBA, which is, shows the following. Thursday marked the fourth consecutive day of playing between Major League Baseball and the MLB Players Association. The two shot the two sides are meeting every day this week in Juniper, Florida, in an effort to reach an agreement that will end the owner initiated lockout. MLB says opening day will be delayed and regular games will be canceled if there's no deal by this coming Monday, which is the twenty eighth. Owners behaving like a bunch of slap nuts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, but it, it reminds me of a, a it reminds me of a, a meme commercial that I watched uh, not too long ago about like some guy. He was like selling this product and he's and he keeps saying slap my nuts. <laughs> oh my god. Dang. <laughs> Thank you, Jess, the guy. Oh wow. <laughs> that that's very clever. <laughs> but yeah, uh, going back to that, uh, continuing on that MLB lockout, where it says the big takeaway from all reports on site for Thursday's meetings will be that very little progress was made again. More specifically, the players presented two prongs of a deal for a new CBA. MLPA on a matter of service time proposed granting service time to, to fewer players than before, narrowing the scope of it. Per Evan Drellick of the Athletic, and MLBPA made minor tweaks to their proposed seven-pick lottery, which we'll get into more of that in a little detail. They altered their proposal regarding the draft order to reduce penalties on small market teams posting consecutive losing seasons. Presumably, the remainder of the players asked remained the same. Perhaps the biggest news was that the owners seemed wholly unimpressed or even angry. <coughs> sourcing from many different reporters at the meeting site, and it shows the following, the rundown of what the owners proposed earlier this week, where it says the following, add $10,000 to their previous minimum salary proposal. MLB is now offering $640,000 in 2022 with $10,000 raises each year. The ML, MLB PA is seeking $775,000 in 2022 with $30,000 raises each year. The minimum salary was five hundred seventy thousand five hundred dollars in twenty twenty one of last year. It raises the bonus pool for uh for players with to uh, twenty million dollars. MLB previously offered fifteen million 
for the top 30 players, the MLBPA is now seeking a $115 million bonus pool to split among the top 150 players. And draft, draft lottery for the top four picks. MLB previously offered a lottery for the top three picks only. The union previously wanted the, wanted the top eight picks to be decided by a lottery, then reduce it to the top seven picks. And, of course, their request to reduce the number of minor league roster spots as well as their op offer to limit optional assignments to the minor leagues to five per season. And, of course, still neither side has made a new competitive balance tax proposal this week. MLB is offering only a $2 million raise to the threshold with more punitive penalties which the MLBPA is seeking to raise the threshold to $245 million in 2022. The luxury tax threshold was $210 million in 2022. And then the union has indicated they will not agree to expand postseason format for 2022 if they do not play 162 games this, for this season and are not given the opportunity to earn their full salaries. The expanded postseason is said to be worth $100 million or so in additional revenue to MLB. The MLB proposed a 12-team postseason earlier this offseason. MLB is seeking a 14-team format. The two sides have met for several hours each day this week, with the days split into face-to-face -face bargaining sessions and time spent in separate rooms to have to formulate proposals, MLB and the MLBPA are expected to continue meeting daily up to MLB's February 28th deadline, which is not an official deadline of any sorts and a deadline the union may not agree with. It should be noted MLB can lift the lockout at any time, allowing baseball to return and the season to be played. The National Labor Relations Act would require the two sides to operate under the terms of the previous collective bargaining agreement while continuing good faith negotiations. MLB have given no, no indication they are willing to lift the lockout under those terms. At 85 days and counting, this is the second longest work stoppage in baseball history behind only the 1994-95 players' strike which is 232 days. Spring training was reduced to roughly three weeks, and opening day was pushed back one week following the strike. So I have to say this. Uh, what are your thoughts of what I read? Long, but at the same time, the one thing I like a good, about a good story is the ending. <laughs> three words. Get it together. Yes, your OG. Always bolt. say stupid always idiots. Say, always stupid. say, always say after the credits, because you get a, because you get a secret um little Easter egg on movies. But as far as you you go with uh, what you had to say, um, it's bizarre. Not gonna lie. Yeah, it is. I mean, that's like my gosh, it's been a very long while with that MLB lockout. But I have to say, although I have to say is this. Get your shit uh, together, and also get it on with those 
Opening day slash a little bit of spring training, but I'll say though is please get this shit together. And that's all I'm gonna say about the matter mm-hmm. for this continuing of that MLB lockout. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I'm done with that. Now before we go into uh the last one remaining. We go into our two main sponsors. We first start off with our good friends, uh, Jesse Carter and James Bernard Jr. over there, which I'm wearing right now, the Pro Wrestling Shoot, which you can go get that when you can. But either way, Jesse, take it away. What's going on, Rant and Rave listeners? Do you like listening to wrestling interviews? Well, you're going to be going to the right place. Come check out my podcast, The Pro Wrestling Shoot, with your host, Jesse Carter, where we do interviews with pro wrestlers, music guests, reviews of current product, and reviews of old product. If you like listening about wrestling, you'll love listening to my show. Come check us out and give us a follow on Facebook at The Pro Wrestling Shoot, Instagram at The Pro Wrestling Shoot. On Twitter, you can follow me at Carter Inc., C-A-R-D-E-R-I-N-C. And then we're also going to be doing some live streams on Twitch and YouTube shortly. You can follow us on there at the Pro Wrestling Shoot. Go ahead and go over there and give us a subscribe so that way that you know when we're going to be dropping content, you'll be notified right away and you can get started on the action. Come on over to anchor.fm to follow the podcast, the Pro Wrestling Shoot. You can also catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, anywhere you get your podcasts. It's available everywhere. Come check us out. All right. Let's get back to what's more important, and that's the Rant and Rave podcast. All right. And finally, but certainly not least, as we have Alex Paris talks about the 25. Are you bored? Are you looking for a YouTube channel that features the best game shows created on YouTube? Are you looking for entertaining TV shows and live streams all created by Alex Paris? The 25 has your answer. We feature the game shows. We feature the most entertaining TV shows. And we have some awesome live streams for you to enjoy. All created by Alex Paris and his wonderful staff. The 25 KAPR TV only on YouTube. All right, thank you to both Jesse and Alex for the usual sponsors. We are back with the Rank Rate Podcast, episode 124. And now we get into the one topic from each of us on this panel. Oh, I'll go last since the topic I've got is, you know, something Randy Williams related. By the way, it's kind of funny how episode 19, I think I remember that correctly, was the one where I branded on Wendy Williams. But, um, yeah, let's go with um, Eric, Michael, you, and uh, Uriel, and myself. Yeah, we'll do that. That means I get the bat lead off. All right, ladies and gentlemen, gamers all over the freaking world, including, mm-hmm. let me your ears with just a second here, especially all you retro gaming freaks out there. Go on. This Monday, you know, we heard about this Capcom countdown. 
All right. Mm. Come to find out it was about Street Fighter 6. But, but that was not the only news Capcom gave us. For the Xboxes, the PlayStation 5, 4, 5, whatever. Xbox One Series S, Steam, and Nintendo Switch. From all platforms comes out a compilation of, of fighting games from Capcom. The Capcom Fighting Collection. Ten games. One of those fighting games will make their home console debut. Five of the games in a series will make their Nintendo debut. And the others you've seen. What what are the names of those games? Well, the Darkstalker series, Darkstalkers and Night Warriors. Night Warriors, Darkstalkers Revenge. Uh, Vampire Savior, Lord of the Vampire, which is also Darkstalkers 3. You got Vampire Hunter 2. Darkstalkers Revenge will be uh, introduced uh, to the West for the very first time, as well as Vampire Savior 2. And the, like I said, the Darkstalker series will make their Nintendo debut as they've been exclusive mostly to the PlayStation, as the Night Warriors game was Sega Saturn. But because of the uh, compilation coming out for the Switch, will make their Nintendo debut. Red Earth, a very rare uh, fighting game, is also part of our RPG. We'll make we'll make its home console debut on all of it, unless you have Raspberry Pis and emulators and where you, where you can play the game, whatnot. So that um, also will make its debut. Pi, um, Raspberry Raspberry Pi four three. I have those systems as well. Also, um, Hyper Street Fighter two the anniversary collection will will be on will be on there as um, well. And uh, Super uh, um, Cyberbots will also make its Nintendo debut. Uh, Full Metal mm. Madness, as um, I'm really excited, and all the other consoles as well. Um, it was on the Sega Saturn, if you have the, if you have the Japanese Sega Saturn, or you have the uh, cartridge ability to play import games in the American Sega Saturn, which I have, and I have that game. So, and um, the Super Gem Fighter Mini Mix, aka Pocket Fighter, will also be on there. Um, it did was on home console before when the Street Fighter Alpha Anthology, which I have, which is really cool. And finally, Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo will be will complete round out that 10. So half. So I'm really hyped about this. Um, you, we're gonna have to wait four more months to get it. Because it will come out June the 24th, 2022. That's on a Friday or Friday, as I like to call it. And and uh, I'm excited about this. This is for me. For me, you know, having the Dock Stalkers as part of the Nintendo console, I never thought it would happen, but it, now it now it's officially going to happen. I'm looking forward to it. I don't know about you guys, but by the time the summer is over, I'm going to have a my Nintendo Switch will have a shock full of retro gaming goodness. It's not going to be even funny. I'm looking mm. forward to this. June the 24th, 2022. I'm hyped. Oh. Can't I cannot wait. It'll cost 40 bucks. It'll come out with a physical. They're also coming out with the physical copies as well, the digital copies. And a lot of people saying buy it so we can get a new Doc Stalkers game. I say if you're a retro gaming freak like myself, also a fighting game freak, I love Capcom. Get it. I'm going to get it. Don't bother about you guys. I'm hyped. Let's get it done. Let's do this. I'm excited. Come on, June 24th. Come around. It's actually, two, it's actually two days before my birthday. Yeah, oh, my goodness. Yeah, I'd recommend getting it. 40 bucks. What? Actually, that doesn't sound too bad. 40 bucks. If you get it with the 30th anniversary, though, it'll be 60. But I already mm. got the 30th anniversary collection. So guess what? I can't wait. 
Can't wait. June 24th. Come on. Let's go. That's it. All righty. Perfect segue into the into the All-Star game, uh, final stats, and the MVP. But before that, I I heard we were talking – I knew we were talking about uh, that Richard Holiday, you think? Yeah. 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 I, guess he's, I guess he's dating Alicia Toot. Alicia Toot. Let me pause just long enough so that Uriel can Wikipedia her. Okay. That's my joke for the night. But anyway, All-Star Game. The final stats from that. <laughs> Shock the we... system. <laughs> Shock the monkey. Shock the monkey? You more like spank Shock the monkey. monkey what? <laughs> Hey, right, how are you doing, Daniel? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah how you doing? Um, Final stats. It's from that, I, I don't care about the free throw percentage. They all they both shot 100% for the free throw line. From from field goal range, Team Durant shot 54.1%, 35.6 from the free throw line. They all rebounded uh, Team LeBron 50 to 40, 50-48. While Team LeBron shot 56.3% field goal range, 43.5% from the free throw line. Stephen Curry with 50 points. He is your your 2022 NBA All Star Game MVP. Sponsored. Use Stephen Curry from Team LeBron, your All Star Game MVP. We know that uh, LeBron and uh, Stephen have a history between each other, and. Uh, they faced each other in the NBA Finals four years in a row when LeBron was with the Cleveland Cavaliers and LeBron. It hurts me to say this. Don't pass the ball to Mario Thomas. LeCaron Lames. <laughs> my, uh, every time I think about LeBron James, it reminds that, me. Yeah, LeCaron Lames, that guy. Yeah, look at little one. <laughs> Stephen A. Smith. Okay, now say I'm Hunt Rabbit. He turns a big chunk and in a space jam. Fifty point. The fifty points from Stephen Curry was a, was really enough to make him the All Star Game MVP and the leading scorer for Team LeBron. The leading scorer for Team Durant was Joel Embiid. From the 76ers. Hmm. Yep, this starting five was Tatum, Wiggins, Embed, Morant, and Young. And the starting five for Team LeBron was, was LeBron James, Nikola Jokic, DeMar DeRozan, Stephen Curry, and the current uh, NBA Finals MVP. So that'll so let's give congratulations to Team LeBron and to Stephen Curry for winning the 2022 NBA All Star Game and for Stephen Curry to for winning the 2022 NBA All Star Game MVP. I think 
correct me if I'm wrong, but I think this is his, his first MVP win. If it is, I'll be shocked. Okay, and it is. It is his first MVP win. So that'll do it for me. All right, I am up, but I know what I'm going to be talking about. Roseland 2 from last Sunday. My God, I had a fucking blast over there at the Roseland Theater. Thousand seats were sold out, jam-packed. The matches were from up to down were astonishing, I'll say. Like I said, there were a few surprises, the ones I did not expect for them to be there. But <laughs> but like I mentioned this in the show before, I won't spoil it and all that. You guys can uh, get check out to watch Rosalind 2 on IWTV, which is actually available right now. And and I do have with me is I got some autographs that I got at Roseland 2. The rule ass war horse. War horse. That guy's fun. Rule ass war horse. Oh, man. That's rule, cool. Ruling ass. Uh, that guy's – you watch his Twitter – see his Twitter account. And he's a crazy dude. I like him. And then Malachi Black. Oh, hmm. cool. Yep. These are awesome. Which – and, of course – we were uh, one of the sponsors for that show. With I didn't do too bad as what for that for selling shirts wise, and also give out the the beautiful uh, beautiful those uh, business cards. I was gonna say business cards. I I knew you were trying to process what what to say next. Yes, uh, but still, overall, I had a and they're green cards too. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, they do have green in them, so. See, <laughs> see, see. <laughs> but yeah, I'm laughing because that's how I, he actually as he pronounced it correctly. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, that's great. That was sick. But yeah, I don't know what we're going to sponsor next. Probably it will be another prestige show. Probably, I, I hope. Probably either uh, going into uh, April, uh, this the two night event, or potentially Roseland three. Speaking of which, for both nights, for May twenty eighth and the 29th. There's a wait. They're gonna have a. Oh my god! What is with wrestling in these two night events? Like, dude, it's just. Like, if you don't have the have enough, you know, for a card for one night, then don't then save it for another night or save it for something else. I mean, like, no one's no one's gonna be mad. Oh no. Which they did that probably ahead of time for all the other stuff. But yes, if if it's like a if it's like a you know an epidemic regarding with uh, WWE doing that little stunt with WrestleMania, then I'm sorry. You I mean like some people need to realize you can't just you know do a two night event because they've been doing it. I mean, I remember ring of honor been doing it before, but the thing is this was before they ever went on pay-per-view. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, with indie events. Okay. I get it, but still it's like, 
You don't need to do that other stuff. Oh, just... we do. You know, when well, there was wrestling here in New Bedford, especially with the Whale Sea Festival, the uh, summer, uh, during the summertime, they do like two or three shows, two or three shows a day during over the weekend. You know, that's because they weren't on a pay per view. We're talking yeah. an indie show. Oh, okay, yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. I I always have always have a lot of fun on those shows though. Oh yeah, same. I'll say though, it's similar to uh, like WrestleMania week as an example. Yeah. What can you stick and take that? But yeah. But if you haven't uh, watched Rosalind two yet, by all means check it out on IWTV. It's all available right now. So yeah, and that'll be it. All right, my turn. So um, this past Monday, um, the the series uh, finale of uh, the PBS show Arthur has uh, has been aired, and I've seen now, it on YouTube. Actually, I was gonna say that. Now I haven't seen like the entirety of the episode. I mean, I wanted to see it live on TV, but I think it. I think usually Arthur like airs on like a four. You see, airs at four, which um. Which it, it just it just like went over my head. I, mean, I was I was doing homework at that time. I mean that's why I wasn't on on both of us during during last Monday. But I did I did saw the end how how the series ended and wow. There are there are a lot of I was even there were a lot of surprises. Now I won't say I won't reveal like that much because it would because it would spoil. But when I heard that, when I heard that this, when the show was gonna end, I had this uh, thought in my mind that um, if if the series ends like kind of like a little like kind of like a little like maybe like a screenshot of like the first episode, that'll be like that'll be great. And from and from viewing that ending, it actually did. And I I will. And I was not only the happiest man in the world, I was legit tears because that is exactly how I wanted Archer to end. Pretty much showcase pretty much Archer like showing a picture on like the first picture of of the of the first episode. I mean it literally ended in full circle. And yeah, and, and, and it can be it can be rinse and repeat. Yeah, exactly. What's even cooler what's even cooler about that ending is that um the original voice of Arthur, he did return to play the character one more time. Oh, you mean I get it? No, from what I saw. Okay. Well, yeah, and I, I and I was I actually did got nostalgic. I actually did got nostalgic because it was the fifth season where he stopped playing the character because well, he's he's gotten older, and it was during two thousand, which coincidentally that's that was the year I was born. Now I, I would. I, I was thinking of like me watch the watch the entire episode because I did saw the ending and I would say, I would say this I have seen I have heard and seen like a couple finales from other series and most of them are either bittersweet or just ended on a really sour note like for example like when I was watching like the last episode of Dragon Ball Z I was like I was just really disappointed because I was like really that's it that's how they end the, that's how they end the show. Wait, you mean the the, the last episode, uh, episode two hundred and ninety one? Yeah. Oh, I get. Well, that was supposed to be the ending, which is basically the manga itself. But when they decided, you know what? 
we'll just create Dragon Ball GT, but the one they realized that they had the Super Saiyan God, you know, and the new movies came out, and they wanted to bring back the the manga, like Dragon Ball Super, that's when they decided to continue the story altogether and probably, you know, make GT non-canon, so. Yeah, yeah, that, that was, and that, that was but the problem. As, as, as far as I'm concerned, the ending of all that, like, episodes, I would say episodes 200 and, um, uh, 89, 90, and 91 are not even canon now. I, I mean, mean, I would, I would, I would have to say episode 288 is not even canon either because considering it's just a filler, that's all. Yeah, like, I, I would say this. If, if, I mean, if Dragon Ball ended on, like, after the Cell games, I'll be happy. If it ended after the, if it ended after Manjibu was defeated, I'll, that'll be perfect. Like, it, like, it has, it has, when, whenever Dragon Ball ends, it, it kind of reminds me of how Toy Story would, would end. I mean, you got a perfect start. You got a a, a second installment that tr that triumphs the original. The, a masterpiece of a, of a third installment. And then you got the fourth story, which was divisive, but I, but I was at least satisfied. But yeah. As far as I'm concerned with Arthur, let me just say this. The only thing I don't like with certain, you know, um, educational, you know, cartoon TV sh shows is that they have to install certain, you know, things into the show to educate people, like, regarding, you know, like, certain sexual things, you know, when mm. clearly that is for people to grow, for, for mature adults to look at, you know, for their choice and all that, not to be... I mean, like, t kids don't need to be no don't need to know about sexual orientation or orientation at a very younger age. I mean, like, aren't you supposed to learn that when you're way older than that? Mm, I mean, well, I guess we should get rid of Brother Ernie then. Oh God, don't even get me started. Well, then again, that's that's because what you watch is make making them look gay. Like, give my dad ball. <laughs> I'm gonna shoot hoops at my homies, Bert. Anyway. I love those videos, but I mean, I, uh, yeah, I mean, Dragon Ball. I mean, how Dragon Ball ended, I, I thought it was just real kind of left on a bitter note. Like, yeah, I mean, but they, the, I mean, sure, it kind of it was a peaceful saga, but that was just it. I mean, I if they, if they want to tease like GT, that's fine. They could have just done it like on the actual GT show and just leave uh and just leave how Majibu. Like uh, defeated, like as as the as the definitive ending, and then I've heard some endings. As that a matter of just... fact, funny you should say that. When I was playing um Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, after the Boo Saga, that's how the ending was. Like, but we all know Goku will always be there. And then I mean, I'm like they... in my head, why didn't they just end it like that? They didn't have to make it out with the with the manga. Like they didn't they... have to. Exact, exactly. Like I even heard how GT ends it, and I was like, "That's even worse than the last." And then I heard, and then I heard some band, and then I heard some indies from series that were just like, that that were just like very sweet, like, like Dexter, not not the cartoon Dexter, the serial Dexter. Like I heard that ending was just I like think, this pit. I think what they're doing with Dragon Ball Super, they're trying to rectify. And try to you know make you know make up for their mistakes of the certain endings they gave out. And here's the thing: if they lead into another crappy ending, then then okay, that's on them. They don't know how to make a proper ending. Me, at my in my view, 
if I'm being a writer, I would know how to end it perfectly. I mean, sure, it wouldn't be the same uh, thoughts that you would have, but at least I try to make sure it end on a on a good note. Like I like I even heard that uh, I even heard that in GT Vegeta is barely in there, which that that's a true sin. But then, but then you got like shows like Dexter and, and um, Game of Thrones, which that has like endings that are just re really better and could have done oh, better. Oh my god! When I saw the ending for the series for for the Game of Thrones series, I was like in my head, "Are you?" No, I'm not going to go into the de detail of how it ended, but let me tell you that that to me, they could have done a lot better than with what they did with a certain character, and and with other characters, so on and so forth. I mean, sure, a, another certain character eh, did, you know, get, you know, get to be, you know, somewhat of a good leader. But at the same time, I don't really want to, you know, I wouldn't have had it dragged through the mud, as it were, you know. Hmm. Like, and, I, I know. And, and have someone start back from scratch, and yet that'd be the ending. Hmm. Like, I, I know Mike can attest that uh, how, how Dexter ended was just real, was just an, was an embarrassment. But then, but then you got Dex, but then you got Arthur, which I am really am happy on how on how it ended. Like for me, I yeah, it was kind of sad for to see like a such a great <laughs> show like coming to an end. <laughs> but at the same time, it is a it is a great reminder that not all shows can last for like half a century. And I'll and I will say, and I will say this like. I would dare say is like possibly one of the best, possibly one of the best uh, finales I I've seen. Like, it's right up there with um how Ed and Eddie ended. Okay, the way with how Ed and Eddie ended, I'm not gonna lie, that was actually good. I mean, at least they had the Eds actually, you know, finally get in, you know, instead of being left out in the cold, you know. And as and as with Arthur, I will say this that um. Everybody, they got a happy. Everybody, they got a happy ending. Even Arthur, like, finally got like, uh, got like much more respected, and he has like a, a prominent future. And just that, and just that, uh, how Arthur, like, um, pretty much like, uh, created like a, a book, retelling all the stories he had in his childhood. I was like, that was perfect. And the, uh, and the last shot, the very last shot of the series, was the first shot of the series. I was like, perfect. That is exactly how I wanted to end it, and I was happy. And I, and Actually, I was even. Hey, Arnold got some closure too. Yeah, I mean, the, yes, the, the jungle football movie. Head. <laughs> oh, listen to me, you football head. Oh yeah, the jungle movie. Don't that don't actually did have a really don't that also has a really satisfying ending. And but as we are as we're after, I was like. That is exactly how I wanted to end it. And these writers, they know how to make us. They know how to write a story. Oh yeah. I mean, time. I mean, timeless characters, like great stories. I mean, me. I mean, memeable even. It is 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 hands down one of my favorite shows of my childhood. It's like right up there, with like shows like SpongeBob or like um, Matt TV or like or like Sesame Street. Def definitely one of one of. If not the best, one of the best the kid shows ever. And I'm, and to see it ended, at least it ended on a, on a, at least it ended on a high note. So, so to the people who uh, created Arthur, thank you, thank you for the childhood and um, rest easy, Arthur Timothy Reed.
Rest easy. I do. I do. But anyway, I really like this podcast, man. You guys cover all the cool cool stuff. Thank you. Or thank you. Thank you. By the way, Dante, Dante, how are you doing, man? All right. So, oh, yeah. So, uh, Dexter, um, Dragon Ball Z, um, Game of Thrones, take some notes. This is how you do an ending. All righty. Now, I want to give credit where credit is due for this topic right here that will close off the show to um, Jeffrey Peralta. And it's basically um, regarding Wendy Williams, the Wendy Williams show to end after 14 seasons. And again, the fan of game shows. Credit goes out to him for this topic. So apparently, this was uh, by Brad Dress. The Hill via Nextstar Media Wire posted um, yesterday at eight, you know, at eight o'clock, uh, forty and eight forty-seven a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So the Hill. This is what. What it reported, the Wendy Williams show will end this fall after 14 seasons and will be replaced by a new show featuring the TV personality Sherry Shepard. Uh, De- Demar-, Demar Mercury, or Mer- Mercury, I believe. I don't think that's how it's said. Um, let's see. With a production company overseeing the Wendy Williams show, said the decision to end the show was made in light of Williams's health concerns. And I've seen her health concerns, and believe me, I don't wish death upon her, but if I had, I apologize. But here's the deal. When you piss me off to that point about when you're, you know, trying to do that little jab at someone else's death, that's when you really, you know, get me mad. But, but yet, still at the end of the day, hey, you, you mean, you get what you deserve, but I'm not saying that I'm going to be dancing, you know, over a grave or pissing on it because I'm not that sick of a person. Now, if you were a real low-life POS, watch. you better have people watching your gravesite grave very carefully. So the decision was health concerns. Okay, including issues with COVID-19 and Graves' disease, which prevented her from hosting the show since October, according to a statement obtained by the Washington Post. We all have a great love and affinity for Wendy, who grew true into a true icon during her 12 incredible seasons as, a, as the solo host of a lot live daily talk show, dishing out on hot topics and interviewing celebrities. Deb Marr McCurry said that in, the, in a statement. Oh, yeah. Come on down. I remember that. That was bad. Oh, yeah. Since Wendy is still not available to host the show as she continues on her road to recovery, we believe it is best for our fans, stations, and advertising partners to start making this transition now, the company continued. We hope to be able to work with Wendy again in the future and continue to wish her a speedy and full recovery. The Hill has reached out to DeMar McCurry for further statement. When it first aired in 2008, Wendy Williams' show attracted viewers looking for a dash of brashness and straight talk, and Williams quickly became known as the queen of hot topics. But the host struggled with the auto, autoimmune disorder, Graves' disease, which, and also was in recovery from a cocaine addic- addiction. 
according to the Associated Press. Williams' show will be replaced by a show hosted by Shepard called Sherry. And Shepard has appeared as one of the guests on The Wendy Williams Show and is known as a former co-host of The View and as a co-host on Fox News station Knit Dish Nation. <laughs> Shepard herself announced the, sh the news during the Wendy Williams show on Tuesday, explaining she was not here to replace Wendy Williams. There have been all these crazy stories online about me replacing Wendy, she said. I am here to tell you that, that hold on, to tell you that that is not true. Why do you have to put in that twice? I don't get it. Because no one can replace the queen. Shepard said that said it it has been it has long been a dream of hers to host her own talk show and expressed excitement for Sherry. Even before I joined the View in 2007, when I was like three, three, I had a microphone and my teddy bears and in a chair. She said. So. Let me see if that's if that's all. Yeah, that's pretty much it regarding it. I don't know why I had to end like that, but um, basically put, I remember when I ranted about Williams about two years ago. And the thing is, I'm not going to lie. I, I really think that, you know, I hope she's learning from her mistakes because at the same time, I really think that, you know, at the end of the day, you got to realize that some people are not going to take something you know, what you say, you know, like lightly for, you know, saying, come on down because someone had just recently got murdered. But I will mm -hmm. say this, though, at the end of the day, I wish her nothing but the best. I can't have hatred for one person forever. I've evolved, you know, a lot since episode 19. I mean, at the end of the day, what she did, she did on her own terms. I mean, that's up to God to forgive her, you know, mostly because in the in the eyes of God, me that's a whole different story. And that, and that goes the same for others. I can't speak for others, but only for myself. But I will say this though, I, through this all, um, I hope, you know, I hope everything goes for the best for all parties, but know that for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. And sometimes some things tend to bite you, you know, in the end. So, yeah, that's pretty much all I got to say, you know, regarding this topic. Um, what are you guys' uh, thoughts? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Wendy Williams. Well, she makes. She said a lot of things that she didn't have said. When sometimes, uh, you know, you go through a lot of issues, and her show's done. What can you do? Yeah, she had it coming. Fortunately. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of like how uh, Ellen's show is uh, ending. It, it's it was gonna come either way. But I will say this about the whole like, like come on down joke. Yeah, I mean, that was you tell, Yeah, you tell that someone who is um, having suicidal thoughts. Not funny. Plus, here's another thing. It was also too soon when you think about it. Exactly. But anyway, Brandon? Uh, well, although I don't got uh, hatred on Wendy, but I'll say this. What, she's, what she did with that joke, that come on down thing, I'm like, that went far. 
too far. And I'm sorry. Yeah. That, it, it doesn't work like that. And that's what you, that's what you get. You know, you're paying a, a big toll on her for ending that show for uh, 14 seasons. Although I won't watch it, but although uh, the other fans would love watching her, which I which I'll get. I get it. It's your it's your own choice of watching her or not. Facts. I mean, I mean, people hardly watch uh, talk shows that much anymore. Yeah, that's another thing. Most people don't even watch talk shows that much anymore. It's same, it's like, you know, like WWE. It's like, you know, people like dying like flies left and right, not wanting to watch a certain show on a weekly basis. Now, I guess for online shows like ours, I guess that's a different story. But then again, we don't have to worry about millions and millions of viewers because we're not at that stage. Yeah, I mean, we don't have to get political on everything. Let me tell you something. If we had to get political on everything, let me just say this. I would say, that's it. We're done. I'm closing the doors on everything. Brandon can do whatever he wants, but me, if we had to go into politics, then count me out. Same here. I don't do politics. I mean, It's not if, my you know, thing. Here's, here's my, my thing. I'm more independent than I am, you know, conservative now because I, I don't, I'm not going to side with either party. The only thing I'll speak through are the logic of how things should be handled. Even though I mainly disagree with the left, but at the same time, the right has, you know, has no innocent conscience either. So again, yeah, well, I guess that's going to be, that's going to wrap it up for this episode, I believe. Um, but at the end of the day, I think we brought out a lot of good points and I think we did a good job for tonight. So I think I'll go ahead and close us off. If you like this, give it a thumbs up. And if you missed your chance in the live chat, comment down below the replay of this episode, give your thoughts and, and opinions of what you think of uh, the topics and the segments earlier tonight. And also the hilarity that was also brought as well. And also be sure to subscribe if you're new to the channel. Hit the notification bell whenever Brandon uploads a video, does a premiere, or has a live stream like this one at all times. And same goes for WEML TV Channel 77, Ibarra Bros Studios, Michael Bombardier, and yours truly, J Manzo Jet. With that all being said, God bless you all. Have a great night and stay healthy for your better day tomorrow. So, good night, everybody. Yeah! And tune in next time for yeah, another grand episode of the Rat Raid Podcast. Yay! Good night, everyone. God bless. Stay safe out there. Raven.